Good morning. Today we celebrate the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And our readings today were kind of diverse, and sometimes we have a hard time kind of bringing them all together. What is it all about? And our first reading from Amos, you know, we hear about how the certain merchants were less than honest. They couldn't wait for the Sabbath to get over so that they could cheat their customers. And they were poor people, you know, they're fixing the scales so that they could give them less and they pay more and all that kind of stuff. It's just, you know, buying a, a slave for a pair of sandals I and mean, those kinds of things. It's just bad. And you know what? The, the offshoot of that, the very last line of that, and the Lord will remember that, that being dishonest with the people who can least afford it. In our second reading from First Timothy, it really is about the total inclusion of all people in the redemption and what Jesus did, giving his life. It was for all people, prince and paupers. It didn't make any difference. All are welcomed into the kingdom of God. And at the end, it said, you know, you'll, you know, we'll raise the, the poor, you know, from the dunghill and put them next to the princes. It's kind of imagine that, you know, but, you know, in heaven, there's no distinctions. Everybody is equal. The people that are in heaven were doing the Lord's work wherever they lived and whatever they did and were whatever they endured. It is about that inclusion. It doesn't make any difference. Color, creed, the whole nine yards. It is about all are welcome. The responsorial psalm also kind of tapped into that as well and talked about the poor and how the Lord lifts up the poor. Again, leveling the playing field. So how does the gospel fit in with that? You know, you read that and you're going, what? The Lord is raising up this dishonest steward. What? How does that work? But we have to put it in context. Last week's gospel, the prodigal son. I mean, the father was over the top with his generosity, with his forgiveness, with his mercy. I mean, he was like, whoa, who could measure up to that? The dishonest steward kind of brings it down several stories. And here we have this dishonest steward who's dismissed. And he's Scheming. I don't want to dig. I don't want to be begging. And reality is, in all probability, this steward was a slave. So what it would mean is, is that he's going to be sold. He's going to be going off to dig ditches or do whatever. How can he, how can he save himself? What resources does he have? Ah, he thinks. And he calls in all of the debtors. And we only hear about two. You don't know how many there are. But And he starts giving away money. He says, you know, here's you had 100 uh, units of oil. Well, make it for 50. Then the other one, he had, had 100 uh, things of wheat. Well, make it for 80. And that went on and on and on. The master comes back and says, pretty smart. You know, he thought that was, that was a pretty good move on the, on the uh, steward's part. And you think about 
Wouldn't the master be upset about that because he gave away his money? Not really. Because when the steward lent that resource out, whatever it was, he let out 50 or 80 or 100. But he wrote in the book a percentage more, which was going to be his commission. So it was in his best interest to get as much of that stuff out there as he could. That's why he was being dismissed. He was sending out all of the master's resources so that he could get more. So what he does, he goes back and lowers his, renegotiates the contracts. Now, do you think those debtors cared why their bill was lowered? No. They just know that instead of having to pay 100, that's only 50 now. Or rather than 100, only 80 now. That's what they remembered. And you think they'll be generous? Do you think they'll remember that guy? Oh, yeah. So he used the resource that he had so that he could benefit from it himself. Now, the point here isn't about this dishonest steward and how he did that, but he recognized what resources he had, and he used them. Now, most people would say, oh, I'm out of a job. I can't do that anymore. He said, not yet. He hasn't pulled me out of here, so he still had the authority to pull these people in, and he did it when he could. We sometimes keep thinking in terms of, well, maybe, maybe we should do that. And I'm not talking about dishonest wealth. I'm talking about our own resources, our own wealth, our own talents and skills and abilities to share them with the world. That's what this gospel is about. Because if this dishonest steward recognizes what generosity will mean to him, don't you think we should consider that as well? And maybe the poor aren't going to be in a position to pay us back. But the man upstairs remembers. That's why we want to be generous. Not for our own good, but for the good of others. And to see it in that light. Not because it's going to get us higher in heaven. It's because we can. It's a resource. We had this talk about stewardship just before Mass. I thought, it's right into that. What are you doing? You know, it's not about money. It's about time and talent. Maybe treasure, I don't know. But it's about using what you have. Those skills, those talents, the abilities that God gave you that you might share them with others. Today, as we come to the altar to receive the body and blood of Christ, let us ask for the grace to give more fully of ourselves.